and welcome I back. Took Christmas lights down at a hockey player's house. Oh, nice. Which hockey player? Yeah. Uh, it's confidential. Seriously? <laughs> it's not. I don't know. I can't remember his name. <laughs> not even a famous one. Uh, there's a. Uh, there was. I don't know. He's like a defenseman a or something. Famous hockey player in Canmore. Um, yeah. And we worked on a deck beside his house. And he was just always out yeah. talking to us, a real nice guy. And he owns a car wash in town because he needs to use his money somewhere. So he invested, I guess. <laughs> and yeah. uh, every time I go to that car wash, which is like not even too often, I washed my truck once and my girlfriend's car once. But every time I'm there, he's just like, hey, man, doesn't even know my name. He's just like all happy and waving, like nicest guy in the world. That's awesome. But, uh, yep. Okay, we both work by cool hockey players. Next. <laughs> Actually, really interesting topic that I want to talk about. China's ghost cities. Okay. When I say that, what is that? What do you think? What uh, do you uh, Cities full of ghosts. No, come on. No, like an abandoned city, like a ghost town, but like yeah. a full fucking <laughs> city. But it's not what you think because they are actually completely empty and have never been populated. So this is actually something. Yeah, I know. This is something that I discovered when I was in university and we were doing. I can't even remember what the project was about, but we kind of went from like abandoned Olympics infrastructure and discovered that. Uh, this is a thing in China where they build cities before people are move into them, and then nobody moves into them. <laughs> are they like they're like full blown like full you infrastructure? You should see some like, of the pictures, dude. They are yeah. not even like oh skyscrapers like legitimate. There's like replicas of Wall Street like built into these cities where like it's supposed to be the new biggest trade center of the world nobody lives there there's like these massive temples built out of like jade and gold trim and like huge staircases nobody's ever been in there and you're allowed to go there like you're allowed to be there it's open it's they have traffic lights that function they've got all these neon signs that are lit up and stuff but the malls are empty. The streets are empty. Nobody lives there. Nobody even really goes there. And it's like, what? Like in a country so busy as China? This blew mm-hmm. my mind. This was just like, I don't understand it. So back when I was in university, I did some research, but I also kind of checked up on a couple of things. But um, basically, like China's kind of working in the opposite direction is the like Canada or something, I guess. And I don't know, I'm not a hundred percent sure on all of this information, but basically in Canada, people are moving away from the cities because they're like, Oh, like rural life. And they're going to go live outside the cities and commute into the cities and stuff. Right. Okay. Yeah. Kind of like live in suburbs and shit. Yeah live in suburbs or like a lot more people are living on acreages now like not even sorry yeah like living on an acreage while not owning a farm because that's what it used to be if you didn't live in town you lived on a farm right 
Yeah. But anyways, in China, they're seeing like this mass rush of people to the cities, to urban mm -hmm. centers. And it's basically like when North America hit urbanization however many years ago, they're seeing that kind of mass flow right now. Oh, yeah. So there's a couple theories that say like, oh, well, like so this mass urbanization push is why they started building all these cities to prepare for all these people that want to live in cities. Um, and there's a lot of things wrong with that theory. But then another really interesting theory that I think is a little more correct is that China is basically looking to provide jobs for all of its people because it's very okay. overpopulated. And it's the got a lot of people there, yeah. The construction industry is one of like the biggest industries in China. It's also one of the most oh, like oh. one of the uh, most advanced construction industries in the world. Because I saw so, this, what I know. Where, I think I know where you're going with this. Okay. Yeah, they're basically building cities so that people have jobs to build cities. Well, potentially they're yeah they're just keeping people busy but they're providing it's kind of weird it's like it's like a loophole in the economy so it's like we're booming right now like all of these new buildings and people have jobs unemployment is at a low and all these people are working but then they say it's what is it i have i had this written down uh it fuels this construction fuels their economy because it gives people money and all of this to go out buy things and fuels their economy. But it's financed by debt because whoever, the Chinese government or whoever is paying for these cities, obviously cannot afford to build multiple ginormous cities that stay empty. <laughs> right? Yeah. Bizarre. Like the, the economy they get from the workers isn't enough to have like empty plots of city. Yeah, but that's the With other thing. With working streetlights, like, like... I don't understand... Well, that's one thing. I don't understand who's paying the electrical bill for the freaking streetlights. I was going to say, like, from the yeah, from the sound of it, like, it's... Maybe not upkept, but it's, like, got... Like, things work there. Right? Well, that's the other like thing. Is, yeah, it is, it like is upkept. Like, that's what like, you're saying? Yeah, there's, like, security guards there. There's... Uh, I don't know about cleaning services, but, like, it's... People run the city, but yeah, nobody so lives that's, there. <laughs> that's where I'd think they'd lose their money. Um, the one thing I was getting at... Um, but I don't know shit, so... Is China's construction industry and technology is mind-blowing. I watched a video where they basically assembled, not even built... They assembled this skyscraper that was some whatever, 100 stories or probably like 70 stories. Okay. What? what do you mean assembled, not built? Just listen. Like you have just to listen. build it. Yeah, okay. They, they built it. But just in, in two weeks, they built this like 70-story skyscraper. Like something mm -hmm. that would take the guys in Edmonton like two years to do. And mm -hmm. just the way they did it, it all came prefabbed from a factory. And basically, like, each level of the... And it was pro I think it was multiple floors. 
It was like two stories came in a box on massive trucks and like three cranes lifted it up, drop it on the building. And they just did that. And as they went up, guys are inside finishing and boom, 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 two weeks later, massive building. And so that technology is another reason why they're able to just pump out these buildings. And they say one of the things you'll notice is all the buildings look the same because they are, they're all prefabbed, like cookie cutter skyscrapers. <laughs> uh-huh. See, now, I don't know because I'm literally just pulling this out of my ass, but like the reason it takes Canadian skyscrapers so long is maybe like a little bit of like safety code and shit. That's, yeah, for sure. Like while you're building up, like while you're building up, like don't build in. Like, I don't know what the safety codes are. No, they do. But yeah, it's different. Um, yeah, you know. yeah, and I I don't know everything about this, but it's just crazy to think like the difference in scale. Um, so I then know. I stumbled across uh, an even more mind blowing fact because if like think about how crazy it is that there's two ghost cities in China, like two of these yeah. cities that are meant to host at least a million people. So we're talking like the size of Calgary, and like that's mind blowing, right? Mm-hmm. Across China, there's actually more than fifty of these cities, five zero, that they're already built, that are completely uninhabited. Remember how you remember how uh, Dad was all talking about we're gonna run out of sand. Everybody's worried about oil and stuff, but the world's actually gonna run out of sand. Do you remember he was talking about what? that? So basically, like, no. there's deserts and stuff, but that's not really feasible to take that sand and get it to a plant where they can turn it into concrete, where it can... So all of these places that are close enough to make concrete out of the sand, those places are completely stripped of sand. There's no more sand left. Oh, yeah. China is one of those places where there's just zero sand left, like, in a... Like a gravel pit, those kinds of things don't exist. It's like uh-huh. you gotta go to the desert. You know how like we ship coal and very valuable resources on trains. They're gonna start shipping yeah. sand. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. Like that's that's what it could come to. Feel it's like, like hey, the go out to the desert, ship us some sand. <laughs> the Chinese government needs to just like rent them out to Hollywood. And they well, that's go the thing. Is like movies. That'd be cool like you got like a big yeah. set already built like a full city set go blow it up you're like shit like that'd be cool. <laughs> i'm I, not saying bomb china that's not what i'm getting at but i mean like you know even I mean? thinking about it right now i just don't understand why there's so much built for nothing Mm-hmm. to go one level deeper this is hilarious there are technically people living in those cities, yes. but there's like there's like a hundred people living in this city meant for a million. So there's this one video, and it's like these eight or ten like Chinese grandmas just doing yoga in the middle of this park, and there is nobody around. <laughs> just nothing. Dude, that's crazy. I'm gonna have to look this up. Watch some videos. I just want to see. I just want to see some videos and pictures. Like, and I don't know when. 
when it kind of like started. A massive, or, like paintball tournament. Well, yeah, like that would be so cool, right? All kinds of things. But I don't know when it started, but this is like a while ago that these started popping up and they're still going. <laughs> I, I don't know what for. It's bizarre. Yeah, it's crazy. And to think like places like, well, I mean all around the world, but places like Alberta where, yeah, there's ghost cities because the, the economy, or not ghosts, blah, blah, blah. there's ghost towns is what I meant to say. Um, because the economies in those towns crash or the mines close or the mill shuts down or whatever, right? And uh-huh. they get abandoned. But in China, they're literally just like, there's nothing here but a massive city. Come. <laughs> and I think that could be part of the issue too because like, whatever, there are people living there, I get it. But imagine like they're trying to coax you to come to this new city and you're just like, okay, where's the grocery store? Oh, Nobody works at the grocery store yet. You know, like, where's the bank? Oh, there are no bankers living in the city to work at the bank yet. Like, no one wants to be the first one there because there's nothing there. I wonder what the housing market is. Like, like is yeah. it, it's probably dirt cheap. But then if you think about... Go rent other... a penthouse for like <laughs> 400 bucks a month. <laughs> Guys, if I'm you think about China. other cities in China, and I don't know a bunch of facts, but... I like I've seen videos of how crazy overpopulated China's cities are. Mm-hmm. I just can't believe people wouldn't leave that to go to these other vacant cities that they have built because it's just mind blowing. Then you could probably conspiracy theories out the yin yang about how oh they're really just built over top of their super massive military base or oh they're a cover up for this or blah 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 blah. Yeah, but that's always fun. Still, just think about fifty cities meant built for a million people each. Just empty. Let's That's go, crazy. like, get hot rods and just go race down the streets there. Let's go Tokyo drift it in China. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. What do we have crazy. for time? 15 minutes. I'm so tired. Oh, boy, you got you to gotta come up with something interesting to say. <laughs> I know. Um... I don't remember if I talked about this on the podcast or if this was just something I was telling you, but kind of going off of that. Yeah, I did talk about this on the podcast. The guys who were on a motorcycle tour and they went to abandoned mines. Yeah. You remember that? I do. Um, yeah. So it's I like, need you to say something so that I could have something to I say. Don't, I don't remember like the facts about it and I don't know where it is but there's this uh-huh. culture of there's this this yeah I think it was like this like group of people like this long time ago but they had like underground cities built out of just like tunnels so it went like they lived like in the ground they went like however many stories deep like it wasn't just like they went like underground like there was like levels of stories to this right and they just like lived 
underground. I don't know why. I, I feel like it. I've heard about that. Yeah, you might have. Like, it's, I'm pretty sure it's a real thing, but, like, I, uh, I don't know. I'm too tired. That kind of reminds me about the one thing I heard about. I think it was it was on a Joe Rogan podcast. Mm-hmm. But it was a guy a guy talking about ancient civilizations in the middle of the Amazon. What? I was in a taxi one time, and the guy was, the driver was like, "Hey, you like Joe Rogan?" I was like, "Yeah, I listen to his podcast sometimes." He's like, "Oh, sick!" and just like put on a Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> no way. How I was long like, was right, the taxi sick. Ride? I don't know, like ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so this this guy was talking about um, ancient civilizations in the Amazon. Mm-hmm. And basically what he said was these, uh, I don't remember how exactly they came to discover it, but these very first explorers went over whatever year and trekked through the Amazon and found all of these ancient cities and stuff. Oh, I remember how it works. Sorry. No, back up. Rewind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> New technology. I don't know if you've seen um, the uh, some kind of Discovery TV show about what's on the bottom of the ocean, but they can now like scan or sonic wave and get like the contours of the bottom of the ocean. They're like, oh hey, there's a tank, and oh there's a sunken ship, and okay, heard about that? Okay, um, mm-hmm. so they started doing stuff like that over like the Amazon rainforest. And they're like, whoa, like there's structures here. Like you can tell there's like there's a building, there's a roadway, like they they figured it out. And basically mm-hmm. the idea is that there was at one time about twenty million Aboriginals inhabiting the Amazon rainforest. Which is mm-hmm. a climate and habitat today that we deem to be like ininhabitable based on its whatever, the dense jungle and the sketchy alligators well, I don't know nobody lives in the Amazon that's my point okay uh, not too, people not too do live people. in the Amazon yeah. I know but uh, anyways so the, the idea is that or the theory the very very first explorers came trekking through the jungle and were like whoa like there's crazy cities here this kind of makes me think of like Road to El Dorado the kids movie those literally just what i was thinking of so like they saw all of this Mm -hmm. they saw all of this and they're like whoa like crazy they go back to england or spain or wherever and they're like telling people like there's these crazy civilizations out in the jungle massive temples whatever and it's not till about a hundred years later that like the actual whatever spanish explorer dudes go to south america and like start recording stuff and that's like the recorded history that we know and they go through there and there's just nothing and they're like these guys were like what were they trying to sell us like a hundred years ago they had no idea what they're talking about blah 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 um and basically those first explorers carried some kind of disease through the amazon that literally wiped out the entire population Mm mm-hmm and then within less it. yeah right within less I mean, than 100 years 
It is believable. But within less than a hundred years, the lush rainforest just took everything over with nobody there. And it looked like mm-hmm. nothing was ever there when the next guys went through. Well, I thought like in like social class or whatever, we learned about like the Spanish coming over and they would like just like, actually maybe this wasn't social class, but it's like, isn't it believed that there's like, like cities of gold and shit, right? Oh like yeah. The Spanish would like steal and the ships would sink and then. Yeah, and we learned about this gold. actually in a, I learned about it in a history class in university. And mm-hmm. so this is the recorded history that I'm talking about that would have been a hundred years later. And it is, yeah, there's Spanish explorers, the conquistadors or whatever, and they go over and there's a bunch of these Aztecs, which is who we know like to be the South American mm-hmm. natives or whatever. Um, but that's like in portions, I don't know if it's coastal areas or what, but that's Some... like portions of the Amazon. But this uh-huh. is talking about like, 20 million people like inhabiting the entire rainforest so i think what we know is a portion of what is actually or what may have actually been true based on these crazy scan things that found cities (laughs) buried beneath the amazon gotcha did you get a phone call why'd your screen go dark uh told me that i have only 20 percent battery left oh no but that's okay guess we better wrap it up holy you're just not in the mood this week eh (laughs) i was so tired yeah i hear you man but we're killing it that was uh a very fact-filled somewhat interesting episode if if anybody wants to go be treasure hunter and find some gold with me to hit me up. Oh, yeah. That was what I was going to touch on from gold. last episode. Last episode when you're like out, out, of, out of nowhere. Is Atlantis a real place? I was just like, yes, dedicate your life to it. And we kind of moved on. Or dedicate your yeah. life to finding it is what I said. But uh, <laughs> I was thinking about that too. I don't even know the story of Atlantis. Like I know it was a Disney movie or something a while ago, but. Yeah. So I would like love this, to read more about that. There's There's lots about it and it's all obviously like theory because no one knows yeah but it was like this like civilization that was like light years ahead of its time oh and it was underwater no oh okay it wasn't never mind but like yeah they were like star wars village Super, where, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Where, what's his name is from? Jar Jar, Jar, Jar Banks. Banks. It was like, yeah, it was like the super, like, head of its time civilization. Mm-hmm. They were, like, super powerful and whatnot. And then, I don't know, something happened and the city sunk and uh, nobody yeah. knows. Like, they don't even, like, there's, like, guesses on where it might be or where it could be, how it, like, could have been, like, I don't know where the Sahara is. Is the Sahara by like water? No, it's a desert. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> yes, but like some deserts. I mean, go to yeah, coastlines. It's, I guess parts of it. Yeah, parts. Anyways, of it so it. some yeah. some ideas of it are is that it was it was on a coastline that sunk and then sand blew over it and like now it's oh. not even underwater; it's under sand. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's a bunch. Watch the Disney movie. 
coming next tell you episode. Where it is. Really? No. Oh. <laughs> um, you kind of look like the guy from Atlantis sometimes. I also you thought like, uh, you like what? do like the curtain bangs with like some round glasses on. You could be the guy in old Atlantis. I'll the- put a picture on the podcast. Um, I don't know if you've seen it or not, Jake, but when I was living with uh, Swifty, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was him or Bobby Boucher who said that I look like Flynn Rider from the mm. newer Rapunzel movie. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And so I found a picture of Flynn Rider and I did my hair like him and I posed like him and I put them side by side. And I mean, yes and no, but it's pretty funny the resemblance. I'll put it on here. All right. <laughs> okay, what's your um, quote? My camera's probably gonna die. Oh my goodness. Okay. Or here's a out. quote. Thanks. Here's a quote that's uh only related because we talked about gold. <laughs> okay. And time. Okay. No amount of money has ever bought a second of time. Tony Stark. Like, yeah. Oh, what? Tony Stark? <laughs> I don't know if it, I, I put that down when I wrote the quote down, but... Um, uh, well, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's, like, said in a movie, but... I think it is, yeah. I kind of like that because... I don't know if he came up with it, but... Yeah. Everybody, no. I mean, it's yeah. hard to... Not hmm. really. Like, you... You know, it's like the... Like a balanced life i guess like work and play you either work and have all this money but like no time to do anything with it or you that's yeah for sure i was i was just thinking that's what i get from it my other thing is like i'm a i guess i'm a little bit like um not greedy but uh like i want the things that i want to spend my time on I tell myself I can't afford, like, I want to build a project truck, a big, like, Mm -hmm. hot rod truck. But the time that I think about having to, like, take to save that amount of money just completely gets me down on ever wanting to do that project. But then I think about it in another sense of just, like, the authenticity of enjoying every second. And, yeah, no amount of money can ever compare to that. Plus, lots of people don't just like go full balls to the wall they like save up buy a truck now they don't have any money so then they save up and then they like buy an engine for it and then they don't have any money and then they save up and then they put new suspension on it and then no i hear you like it's not like oh i have forty thousand dollars let's build a truck like it's over time (laughs) yeah i hear you right um but the reason i like this don't don't think don't think big picture think think fractions of the big picture yeah yeah i like this quote because basically what it's telling you is to not worry about how much money you have and realize the time that you're given Mm -hmm. Um, because i know some people who are just like it's and i'm a little bit like it but to an extent but they're just like all about the money I can't spend this much money. I have to save this money. I have to. And to me, it's just like there are certain times when that's important, when you have to budget, but there are other times when that can go out the window 
and this time, this experience is priceless. Mm-hmm. I guess it it has its circumstances, but yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Tony Stark, for that amazing quote. We are Steel and McCoy, and always remember to dot your T's, cross your eyes. Hell yeah, brother. Thank you.